Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Do I sound better, by the way? I have my microphone for the first time in like two yes. months. Yeah, you sound good. Oh, I do? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I mean, I can tell differences in audio quality for other reasons, but I've never really noticed the mic to make a difference. But Yeah, people have said, people have given me sound quality complaints. Yeah. That like sometimes I'm like low and then very high or whatever. Well, listen, Chester's back in all his glory with uh, all his audio capability. All right, let's get rolling. Welcome back to 32 Fans. I'm Alex Chester. With me, as always, is Wheels Wienerker. Wheels, how's it rolling? I think this is like the first normal episode we're doing in, in like eight months. Like this is, we do half a year football, half a year other stuff, but you know, some of the football is, is previews and I was there for some and you were there for some, but like this is like, this is our bread and butter. Like this is like the 17 weeks or however many weeks if you include the playoff games where we just like talk about the games and what we saw, like that's like at first of all, it's the easy stuff. We don't have to like prepare a lot other than like watch a whole lifetime of football. Yeah, well, it's not only that. This is the first time in this podcast's history that the Vikings and Jets, are, our teams, are both in first place. Is that true? The Jets have. I mean, the Jets have started. They have not 1-0. both started one and zero since twenty fourteen, and this I, podcast started in twenty fifteen. Wow. So it's an exciting time, an exciting time for Vikings fans. Obviously, it's an exciting time for Jets fans. Should we, should we like book? Because you could cancel. So should we book Airbnbs in Atlanta in February? No, because uh, Harry Schaefer already said I'm staying with him. So, <laughs> oh, can he? Can he let us both? Can he let us both stay with him? Uh, I mean, Jennifer Chester wouldn't let that happen, but uh, maybe Harry's a little bit uh, nicer. Yeah. So uh, Sam is going to have to book a flight. Uh, Sam is a new Jets fan. You heard about that? Our, our New Zealandian listener. No, so Sam from New Zealand picked the Jets. I didn't yeah, know it's, that. Yeah, um, it's a, it's a, it's not a decision I would have made. But you know, as my, <laughs> as my grandmother said, my, uh, my, my mother said to uh, her mother once, "Isn't Jerry handsome?" Talking about her husband, my father, and my mother looked at my, my, my grandmother looked at my father and said, "Well, love is blind." So, <laughs> oh, <ouch>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, uh, shots fired. Yeah, at Jerry. my grandmother. W- w- uh, but why would that's so weird? That's such a weird thing to say. I would never say that. You know. Ask your mother if your spouse even is handsome. You, you're saying, of course. I even if it was like if I was married to like like Kate Upton and uh, and like Taylor Swift, I still wouldn't be like, "Hey, Ma, aren't they pretty?" You know. Yeah, well, yeah, she was in the throes of, of love. You know, she was blinded, obviously. May, yeah, and maybe she like well, wanted and, to be so really that's short. How, like, Isn't he handsome? That's how Sam is feeling about the Jets, apparently, because he could have chosen any team. I'm not sure why he chose your team. Uh, one play into Monday night, he was regretting that decision. But, uh, you know, from plays mm-hmm. 2 to 53, I think it uh, looks pretty good. Sam, come to uh, the Week 5 game, the Jets-Broncos, on uh, October 7th, and we, we could hang out. I think out. he did say that the flights from New Zealand was part of the calculation, so easier to get to New York. Than, although, probably a West Coast team would have made more sense for him. But Anyhow, so yeah, so Week 1, uh, Rosh Hashanah yeah. started as the games were starting for you, and then it started as the, as the late games were ending for me. So we both had to do a lot of uh, Chazara, as they say, a, a lot of uh, retroactive research. Yeah, neither of us were able to watch any game. Any game live except for the Thursday night well, game. No, no, no. I watched. No, I watched all the probably other games more live and the first half of the of the league. Yeah. Oh yeah, you watched the games live. I wasn't able to watch the uh, any any of the. But we both spent all live, of Tuesday night, Wednesday up, morning watching football nonstop, basically. Yeah, I think I'm more caught up now than I would have been otherwise because I, 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 you know, I would have just been watching Red Zone. Yeah. Like I, I really went through yeah. everything. No, I agree with you. I, I had to know what was happening in all these games. So yeah, I spent more time watching some of the the lower tier games. You know, I was very curious, for example. To see exactly, you know, um, 
like I wanted to know exactly what happened between the Raiders. Like I knew the Raiders were going to be bad, obviously, but I was surprised to see they actually jumped out yeah. to an early lead there against the Rams. Yeah, then they were better than maybe maybe you thought they would yeah. be. I, to me, that was like the the game I cared least yeah. about. It was also like the last game. I saw but here's like the thing: 15, I watched all sort of these recaps, knowing the outcomes. So, for example, I see the Bears jumping mm-hmm. out to that huge lead and Deshaun Kaiser on the field, but I knew that Aaron Rodgers had come back and that the Packers were going to win the game. Um, but you did not. You the second that Rashana ended, I think you watched the Jets game fresh with no knowledge, right? Yeah, I was not. I was not spoiled on a, on any game. I, I even like tried not to pay attention because I watched the Monday night game first because I was hard to not hear references to other the games, yeah. but but I watched on condensed um and I would just like rewatch a play if I wanted to see it and they replay like big plays anyway I watched on the condensed which is plays only partially so I wouldn't be spoiled on all the other games but even when the announcers were like so inept I'm not sure they would like know that there were games on Sunday <laughs> so it wasn't a, it wasn't like a, a big a big deal but like uh you know if they were talking about uh, uh, somebody the, the only thing I saw was like uh, on a Update, who who were the announcers for the Jets game? Because one of the two Monday night games, I like the announcers. I forget which one it was. Uh, Beth Mowens. That's it's not the normal team. No, so it's, I thought she Beth did Mowins good. Yeah, and... so, yeah, the female play-by-play person I liked actually. I thought she's she was fine. pretty good. You really only hear on on. Oh, and on she was with was she was was she was with Jason Witten? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She. Yeah, was I thought Witten. they did good. I thought they both did pretty good. But I don't know. Well, who's the, what's the main ESPN team now? I know Booger. They have Booger McFarland up in like yeah. a truck. He's he's like the new Tony Siragusa. Yeah, yeah, she, he's a new Siragusa. I think is it a Joe Tessa, didn't Joe Tessitore replace uh, Sean McDonough? Yeah, so I but I thought Tessitore. Then who's their main analyst? I thought it's Witten. Yeah, isn't it Tessitore, Witten, and Booger? So then Beth Moans was so somebody maybe they else, split them again, up for Monday night. You know, I don't know. I don't. No, they would definitely not have done that first telecast. But I, the, um, I, you when you watch them condensed, you don't hear the the the, the color commentator ever. Yeah. You maybe hear like the end. Oh, of they the don't course. show replays on condensed. One time, they. They do, but it's not. Uh, you you hear very little of the of the of the color guy. Like last year, I watched the game and remember like hearing Gruden's voice in the fourth quarter and being like, "Oh, like I I hadn't heard him the entire time until now." Um, the all right. So how about this? I ranked all sixteen games for week two, and we could give any of our week one takes that we have, like as we discuss those teams. But you could make fun of my rings. I'll start with sixteen. We'll go down to one. How does that sound? And next week you can sure. Do this. Yeah, that's a yeah. very uh, that's a very chess theory and thing you've done. I approve. I th- I thought maybe we could do power rankings after week one, but maybe uh, that would be special. Yeah, stupid. I mean I have my power rankings. So okay, so you I mean you could tell me if you have anything interesting. All right, so my worst game of the week is Chargers at Bills. The the Bills just announced that Josh Allen's going to be starting. I have to say, like, I'm going to give myself some props for some of the things we said during the preseason, but, like, A.J. McCarron was clearly the best guy in their camp. It doesn't make any sense to me, didn't make any sense then that they traded him, and now it looks insane because Peterman should not be on an NFL team. You have to cut him. Like, I know they don't have a quarterback in the roster, but pick up anybody. Like, uh, just pick up, you know, sign, you know, Vinny Testaverde. Like, it, there, there has to be somebody on the street better than Nate. Everyone on the street is. Literally, if you find the guy in the street... <laughs> He is better than Nathan Peterman, and Allen's not ready to start. Um, I, I guess he was okay, in, and that game was like over already. But like, it, it, I, I don't know what you're going to do. Like the Chargers are going to—I don't think Joey Bosa is going to be there. Like the Chargers are still going to annihilate the Bills. Like, yeah. how did the Bills go from a playoff team to the worst team in the NFL? By the way, if you're if you're like Tyrod Taylor's agent, here's your pitch. If he's trying to get a new contract, like Tyrod, Tyrod, the team Tyrod left went from a playoff team to the worst team in the NFL, and the team he went to went from the worst team ever to a team that's getting a result in in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, a, a result. I mean, we'll discuss that one. But they had six turnovers. They forced six turnovers. Well, that's what you say. Yeah. That's what you say in soccer, right? Yeah, a road, yeah. a road draw. Well, but yeah, but it was result. but it was it was a home game, and they forced six turnovers, and Steelers had like twelve penalties, and uh, Cleveland still couldn't win. So I don't know if that was you know. But, but again, it's the best start that the Browns have had in 14 years. So congratulations to the Browns. You know, the Buffalo Bills, uh, it's interesting. I had them on my, you know, before week one power rankings, number 32. And uh, this is the first time in history. But I think that the, the team that was number 32 in the power rankings went down the following week. Because I just, you know, it, it's incomprehensible how bad they are. Like last year, I think I probably had the Jets 32 before the season. And I think the Jets lost week one last year to Buffalo in a reasonably close game. But I mean, but this game on Sunday, mm-hmm. what, did the, what was the final score? Forty-seven to three or something? And it wasn't. Yeah, it, and it wasn't that close. 
No, it wasn't. It wasn't that close. They didn't score yeah, at the, the stupid end. Ravens. By uh, the way, are going to be like pumped up by DVOA and all these rankings now for you know the next month because of the stupid. Well, the Ravens always yeah, do last well year. On they DVOA for some reason. Yeah. Um, they're they're. I mean, maybe they're just good. Like maybe like Flacco's not good, but maybe the Ravens are actually. Yeah, we good. got to see both Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen in this game, so that was that was good news. Is it possible that like everyone in the AFC North goes between nine, like finishes between nine and seven and seven and nine? Yeah, and, and, and the NFC East. I think that can happen. Well, no one's finishing any of those scores because they all have ties already. But yeah, somewhere true. somewhere in the vicinity of like seven. Yeah, I mean, I always root for ties, and that division seems to be like the big tying division. You know, the Bengals are good for a tie every couple. Wait, of years. can you explain why you always root for ties? Just because it's confusing and because it just makes like the standing. Oh, I thought it's like I thought it like helps some chart of yours. If, if well, no, well, no, it does because it redu- it dramatically reduces the chance of a tiebreaker. Right, you don't have to go to tiebreakers because right. if a team. But is tiebreakers, eight, seven, you, you don't like tiebreakers. What's the problem just, with tiebreakers? Yeah, nothing. It just it's more complicated. At NBC, it was my job to sort of figure out the tiebreakers like in real yeah. time, uh, yeah. and it was very stressful when we were live yeah. on the air. And I yeah. one time like had an argument about like a very complicated uh, potential tiebreaker with the Bills. And uh, like the, the, the Bills, uh, like a Buffalo, the NBC station in Buffalo wanted to know something. And then I, I wrote him back and then our executive producer like disagreed. And then I remember like Tuesday that week and I, like that would never get an email from the executive producer of the show. I got an email like, hey, you were right. And I was like, oh, that was great. I, mean, I, f- I felt good that I, I won the Buffalo Bills like eight <laughs> tiebreaker argument. <laughs> All um, right, so we're, we're both the- picking the Chargers in this game, obviously. By the way, last week, last week you beat me. I, I went ten. I went ten five and one last week. You went eleven four and one, because I picked the Giants to uh, beat Jacksonville yeah. for some reason. And Which, that's straight up. Yeah, yeah. Because I went six up. and one in our pick seven pool. I went six and one against the oh, spread. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I went six and one against the spread in our pick seven pool. But yet overall against the spread, I went eight seven and one. So basically, well, you're picking the listen. We were sure about the games. We were yeah, sure. About. I guess we knew so. to stay away. I was wrong about everything else. Yeah, from, from all the other ones. So this and four people went seven and zero. So this spread is only seven and a half. I guess ostensibly because yeah. Buffalo's the home team. Here, here's my take on the Chargers. Like, first of all, I did not understand all of a sudden in the second half of August how people were talking about the Chargers as a Super Bowl contender. Like, to me, the Chargers are like an. You eight, saw eight, me nine, get higher and higher on the Chargers as the as the. Well, as not August just you, but people also. like. You know, I, I heard. Uh, I know the um, division. I think our Rams or Chargers under, guest. They're over under. Well, we didn't have a Chargers guest, so our Rams guest talked about an all LA Super Bowl, and I laughed and said to him, "Yeah, nobody's talking about that outside of LA." And then all of a sudden, people were like, "Bill Simmons was talking about it on his podcast." Although Bill Simmons is also, you know, in LA now. Um, one of the issues I have with the Chargers, and I, I think it becomes clear over the course of a 16 game season, is it's really exhausting to play 16 road games. Like to never have a respite. You know. Yeah. I, I that that has to have an effect on players. Like when well, you watch that you, game but, against I mean, the Chiefs, play, the crowd like was eighty percent Chiefs fans. Yeah, but they're literally at home. Like it's not, it's not like they're traveling. Yeah, like they're sleeping. Like in I'd their, rather, well, not, I'd rather not have fans than play like a ninth game in London. Yeah, but I don't know. I mean, but to have fans rooting against you to hear like in your, it's got to be defeating in your own home arena when the fans were rooting for the other team. It is crazy, and I don't know how they fix it. And it, it is there's no solution. The, the Chargers, I don't know how long they're going to stick around LA. Presumably, at least twenty or thirty years, and it just doesn't make sense. Nobody wants them there. Nobody cares that they're there. It but is yeah. weird, and like they picked the wrong. T- it's funny because they're not even bad. It's not like the well. Here's the thing. Know, yeah, the I, I think if they had a normal home field advantage, I think this could be a ten and sixteen. But I think that they're. I think they win only eight or nine games because I just. I think that there's a slight disadvantage there. I think really they're do. used to it. They have a they're a veteran team like Phil Rivers. I don't think yeah. cares. He's never really had a great home field advantage his entire yeah. career. Well, I don't know. I mean, their vaunted defense did not look very good in Week One. So, all right, but we're um, going right. to beat the Bills. All right, but so that's definitely the worst game of the week. You agree? Uh, Fifteen. There's there's a bunch of games like in this sort of bottom tier. I went with Houston at Tennessee just because like Tennessee might have Blaine Gabbert, right? Yeah, not great for our fantasy team in the thirty-two. Fans not great. League. Yeah, our th- thirty-two team league. Our quarterback is Marcus Mariota. Uh, I insisted we we drafted Blaine Gabbard as his backup. You were like, and eh, nobody will want him. But there would have actually been a rush yeah. to get him this week. I, I, I said, I said, let's risk it and w- pick him up after week one. What's the odds he gets injured in week one? Well, <laughs> yeah, well, he's injured. We may have to start Blaine Gabbard. Um, yeah, we started zero and two, and we are uh, very low in the standings. It's a doubleheader every week. Now we knew, you know, when Mark Ingram is one of your top players that you take, you know that you're gonna, you know, have a disadvantage first yeah. four weeks. We almost had but, to start like knew we were gonna start maybe two and six, three and five. Yeah, I mean, but it was not ideal. Our number one receiver, Devontae Parker, does not play. And our number two receiver, Michael Gallup, uh, had one target. 
So yeah, yeah. I, I got I, I I was I was the only person on the Michael Gallup bandwagon, and I think it's I, I think I'm completely off. I think I'm divested yeah. of him except you're, for you're dropping him in like league. seven different fantasy leagues today seven different fantasy leagues like yeah. like uh, every move i made was like drop michael gallup yeah. except up, in, in know, that league i think we actually have to keep him just because there's like literally well, i think we available. do keep him yeah keep all right so houston league. tennessee you agree that's that's a bad game i do need to see more from deshaun uh this week but it's a write-off you lose you lose to new england week one who cares they they were a little feistier they could have bill o'brien but, did really really badly in in, in mm-hmm. uh, new england you know first of all he doesn't call the timeout at the end, you know, when, when the Patriots run down and spike the ball after Gronk's non-catch. Yeah. And and that's like an obvious error. And then after the game, he's like, yeah, that's not my job. That's not my job. It is your job, idiot. And I think that yeah, quote that's is going to come back to bite him. I would fire yeah. my coach if he said that. Yeah. I mean, um, I've never been an O'Brien fan. You know, I, I, I don't think like Deshaun Watson's ever had a mediocre game in his career. He's either been terrible or like cartoon 600-yard Madden. Yeah, well, his first couple games last year, he wasn't very good. But I Yeah, guess that's what I'm saying. saying. He was, he was bad, and then he like had the three or four ridiculous games. Now yeah. maybe he's back to being bad. Um, All right, well, I'm, on, I'm, I'm, this is a tough game. Like, so, so who are you picking? Well, we don't know who the quarterback is, right? Like, I mean, I'll pick Houston even if it's Mariota. I, I, I yelled about this. I, I've been, I've yelled about this a lot. But like, I like Marcus Mariota, but the, the he's the type of guy who's just always going to be injured. And I don't know, you know, Michael Vick style. Like, I don't know how useful that is. Maybe James yeah. is better. I'm I'm back on James bandwagon. I think James is better than Mariota. And hold on a second. So Fitzpatrick has six touchdowns yesterday, and that makes you like James more because Fitz because James might not have a job. Yeah, that's what everyone people yeah, are like trying to tra- hot like, take. make me trade for Fitzpatrick because I got James in a bunch of fantasy leagues that are two yeah. QBs. Um, the the Titans, if they lose this coming week, this is a really uh, just. This is their season because they have Jacksonville and Philly the next two weeks. They could easily, yeah. and it's at Jacksonville, they could easily is, be 0-4. Yeah, and this is a team. that was, This was a Final A team last year. I'm going to say Mariota plays and Tennessee wins this game. A Final A team, again, that fired their coach. I think every single team that lost their coach lost, right? It's uh, seven teams or eight. I forgot it was 0-7 or 0-8. Uh, new coaches, none of them won. Uh, I'd say the hottest of hot, like, if you could be on a hot seat after one game, I'd say Matt Patricia, who we'll get to soon. But yeah. that's probably the hottest seat, but not a great start for Vrabel. Uh, anybody associated with the New England Patriots in the past, not not a great yeah. uh, coaching debut for them. Uh, but, but at yeah, least, Matt, but at least off Houston the field, also. Matt Patricia, you know, is has always been an upstanding citizen. So someone lines. Did he do something proud. bad? I don't even know. <laughs> Wait, are you joking? What did he? D- yeah, he like he w- allegedly raped some girl in like 1995 on spring break and this was like a huge oh, story yeah yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right, right now but and then they <laughs> but it was like so long ago that sort of uh, he did not get taken down <laughs> but, but back, i'm not back, saying i'm not yeah, saying yeah. that's like how did he didn't it come out while he it came out like, this summer well I, I think basically the attitude that people had is oh you were allowed to do things like that back then you know we didn't care about women so yeah i don't know um you know he's uh, not great. not a, not an ideal uh, head coaching candidate for uh, the lines and he did not look good in week one. All right, so um, we're going to disagree on that game because you're taking Houston. I'm going to take Tennessee. What's what's the 14th best game this week? Well, I want to know what's the last time a coach got fired mid-season in his first season. If someone could, if you could look that oh. up after the podcast, I don't think Patricia will do it because the Lions are definitely not one of the teams that do that. They, they're yeah. a Bengals type team. Matt, yeah, they kept Matt Millen on forever. So yes. Um, all right, 14th game is Cardinals Rams. Just an abysmal game. Could definitely be the worst game of the week. Um, I don't think the Cardinals are as bad as people are making them out. They're like 31 in a lot of power rings behind Buffalo. Like, if the Cardinals were playing the Raiders on a neutral field tomorrow, I'd pick the Cardinals to win. I have the Cardinals 31 on my power ranking. I mean, they looked really, really bad against a not great team. I thought Sam Bradford, while healthy, would be competent. He was not. It was not great. Johnson didn't get anything going. Like, eventually, Fitzgerald had no game, but, like, eventually, like, he might just be old. Um... Not great. I agree. I don't know. I don't know like what the silver lining would be if you're Arizona, like uh, a little bit of a pass rush. Like I, I don't. I don't know. Like maybe the Redskins are good. Like maybe the Redskins are going to get that sixth slot in the N- NFC and uh, playoffs. And like uh, it's possible that that the Redskins are decent. Adrian Peterson. Uh, like people are going crazy. Like again, he's like a good in fantasy, terrible in real life. He did have a really long catch. But he still ran for three point seven yards a carry. Let's not and and like he's only going to get worse. I would I I think the most undervalued guy in fantasy right now is Chris Thompson because there's no way Peterson's going to be useful in like six weeks. And Chris Thompson, especially in a PPR league, like is like every time he touches the ball, something good happens. Yeah, but he doesn't play a full season. He plays six games. So 
Well, he also gets hurt. That is true. Yeah. Um, and also Aaron Jones is being like widely undervalued right now. He's going to be a monster in like two weeks. All right, let's rush through because um, these are all bad games. Okay, fine. So yeah, I, obviously I have the, um, the I have the Rams destroying the Cardinals at home. Um, Thirteen Denver Oakland. Again, Oakland played a little bit better than you thought. Denver beat a team that we're both pretty down on. I'm very down on in Seattle. I mean, Oakland lost by 20, so I don't know how much better they played than we thought when you lose by 20 at home. No, but it was a close game for a while. Like, the fact that they didn't get their doors blown off was, was okay. Yeah. Oh, they suck. Oh, don't get me wrong. Oakland is yeah. terrible. Oakland's my 31st team if we were doing power rings ahead of, you know, Arizona or any of those teams. Uh, I think Denver is going to win this I, game. I have, Oakland, I have Oakland at 30, but so not much higher. Okay. I have Denver. I what's the spread here? Like five, I think five and a half. Yeah, I saw it at five and a half, which surprised me. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't think these teams are that much different, but they're not. But t- people are just so far off. Like something good needs to happen for the Raiders before people are willing yeah. to. Well, you, you were know, just saying the first half. The first half of Week One was good. So yeah, but people will forget that. I think people yeah. realize now it's like a train wreck. They realize like Amari Cooper's had like eight single digit receiving games in like the last however many. Yeah. Like that, there just isn't a lot of talent there. Uh, San Francisco, Detroit. The Niners, if they weren't playing like a Garoppolo had had a little bit of a misleading stat line. Like some of the interceptions were bad. His touchdown was incredible. Like I would be more happy about that that one touchdown pass to Pettis than than any of the picks. Uh, they were in his face all day. By the way, how do you like Sheldon Richardson? Yeah, he's good. I mean, he was called for. I mean, a he very was in penalty. He was in. It's funny. Like it didn't show up in the stats. He he hit. He has. He hits um, Jimmy G on that last interception to ice the game up eight. Yeah. But he was in his face and affected like twelve different throws. Yeah. The Vikings' biggest problem last year was their pass rush disappeared in the second half of the year. Uh huh. So and but now they have depth. They have guys who were like could be fresh in the second half. Well, yeah. Well, they've had depth. So, but Everson Griffin. Yeah, but he is such a unique. He's such a unique player, Richardson, because he's to me. To me, Danielle Hunter is the guy I'm highest on on that defensive line. Yeah. I mean, he's 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 he's, he had 20 sacks in his ages 20 and 21 seasons. He was the youngest guy in the NFL two years ago. So, um, he's still only 22 years old. So, you know, I think he could have a monster season. I'm excited for him. Yeah, San Francisco. Listen, if turn, look, if you're turning that, good that, quarterbacks into bad quarterbacks, like that's what the Eagles did last yeah. year. Yeah, like, Garoppolo, Garoppolo on on the pass to Pettis. That was just as you said. That was an first of all, it was an unbelievable play to escape. It was a perfect throw. It was a perfect catch. Pettis might be getting all the Marquise Goodwin love that Marquise Goodwin was getting overrated and overhyped in the preseason. Yeah, yeah. He's got blue hair, Pettis. I'm not sure about that, but that is weird. Um, all right. So, it's, it, well, isn't he Boise State? He's not Boise State, is he? Oh, is that one? Well, his dad was Gary Pettis, who played for like the, the Tigers for a while. Yeah, he was a he was a uh, double A in Stratomatic Speed. You never played Stratomatic, right? No, but he yeah he was a very good uh, center fielder. You do know what Stratomatic is? Yes, of course I know what it is. Uh, were you too cool for it? No, it was just I'm. I played. I you know, you know what I played? Um, and what? obviously, I kept like detailed box scores of every game because that's what I do. I don't even know what it was called, but it was a game where like each each player was like a circular disc. It was like a baseball card, but it was a circle. Yeah, and uh-huh. you'd put I it in the that. thing and you'd spin it. it oh, was you in know the, the spinning thing. And one was a yeah. home run. Yeah, it was like a yeah. bl- the blue plastic field. Yeah, I had all stadium. these things. I yeah, I, I had that game. I used to play that endlessly. And um. Keep, so anyway, uh, Niners Detroit. The Niners are. are I'm obviously going to pick them. Uh, Detroit's Mickey, not nearly Mickey as Tendleton, bad. by the way, one of my favorite guys in that game. Yeah. Oh, Detroit's not nearly as bad as as they looked. Uh, they're going to be able to fling the ball over the field. Like they really have three good receivers. There aren't. There might not be another team that has three good receivers like they do. Um, and I think Carryon Johnson's I mean, the, good. I the, think the, he the might Rams be like three better receivers. Huh? The Rams have three better receivers. Cooks, Woods, and uh, no. I well, I think Cooper Cup is not as good as Kenny Galladay. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs, no, I mean, they're fine. The Rams are good. A lot of teams do. Um, yeah, Detroit. I, I don't know. I mean, if Matthew, who's Sam your can't... third receiver? Treadwell. Well, I was. I was, he, like, make about, a I was play talking about in Kyle. The NFL first? I was talking about Kyle Rudolph, but you know, whatever. Oh, okay. Well, that's a tight end. I'm not counting yeah. tight end. Well, he's a third receiver. Yeah. Um, I would say that um, if Stafford throws five interceptions a game, this team's gonna be in a lot of trouble. It's that's probably not gonna work out. I, I think Karen Jones yeah. is good. I actually think they will have a. Uh, they will bounce back. You have to be nervous. I was they actually sort running, of they nervous. They haven't had a running game this decade. Why are you assuming they're going to have one all of a sudden? Well, he looked. He first of all, he's a good pass catcher. Yeah. Um. I just. I. I don't know. It was Listen, a weird game for Detroit. Yeah. I mean, I think they lose that game like ten times out of ten. I just think they had nothing. Like they got. They got. You know, a couple bounces. Like they. The Jets clearly had an interception at the end of the first half that the referees did not even review, which is weird. Where on tape it was an interception. Um. The. And and they fu- and they f- re- f- re- recovered a fumble of a of a Jets uh, interception. 
Yeah. Like they, you could argue the Lions were lucky. In and the they got a first down on that play. <laughs> yes. Um, All right. So uh, we're anyway, picking San Francisco at home. Yeah, San Francisco, but I don't don't like. I, listen, I don't think the Lions are going to make the playoffs at this point. Especially they lost what's on paper. Well, we never the thought they were. Gonna, the they were never going to make playoffs in the NFC. No, I agree, but we thought they would be eight and eight. I still think that's possible. That's all I'm saying. Uh, my eleventh best game is New Orleans Cleveland, only because to me Cleveland is an interesting team at this point. Um, this and also, and also New Orleans. First of all, New Orleans has already shown that they can lose to any garbage team at home. And they as can our lo- Saints yeah. fan, by the way, said, how about as- if New Orleans, which had on paper the easiest schedule in the NFL to open the, you know, can't have two easier games to, than Cleveland and Tampa at home. If yeah. they could lose, if they lose, and and to Tampa's backup. Yeah. And to what what might be the second best quarterback on Cleveland? Like we could look back in six weeks and be like, oh my God, New Orleans not only played Cleveland, they played they played Tyrod and, and Baker's much better. I, I, is it possible that for the second year in a row, in like the beginning of our NFL preview process in early August, I made a hot take which was correct, and then I backed off like a wuss, and I ended up looking like an idiot because last what year was your hot take. Well, last year early had- on. I was all on the Eagles. I said they were going to win the division. And then by the time it was like September and the season was starting, I backed off and had the Eagles win like 8-8. Eight and eight. This year, mm-hmm. I was the opposite on the Saints. In early August, I said the Saints were going to go 8-8. Eight eight. I said the Saints were not going to make the playoffs. And then by the time, you know, the season rolled around, I had the Saints number four, number five in my power rankings. And I said, oh, yeah, they're, they're going to, you know, I actually picked Atlanta to win the division, but I, I had the Saints easily making the playoffs. So maybe I was right about the Saints because... That defense, now, granted, the defense looked really bad last year in weeks one and two, and then they looked mm-hmm. better. But then again, last year in weeks yeah. one and two, they played Minnesota and New England. They didn't play Cleveland. I mean, Tampa Bay with Ryan Fitzpatrick. So. Not not an ideal start for my Super Bowl champion pick. But yeah. I think oh, that's true. Breeze looked incredible. Breeze looked amazing. Uh, yeah, of course. forget how good Breeze is. People yeah, like but Breeze was slipping this year, I, I, like he was I'm like not the eighth cons- or ninth quarterback picked the fantasy. I'm not concerned, I know concerned with New Orleans' offense. Of, the question is, how do they not. allow Ryan Fitzpatrick to do what he did? I don't know. Maybe they just weren't ready. Uh, Ryan I Fitzpatrick, I mean, look at who this team has. I mean, Peyton Barber's their running back. I mean, this team stinks. Yeah. Tampa. You know what I would want? I want the Saints, if they have another bad game this week, like if they actually let Tyra Taylor move the ball, which I don't think is, is going to happen, yeah. uh, bring in Rex. I want Rex to be like an in-season defensive coordinator. They showed they're willing to do it. They brought uh, Mike West off <laughs> like a special teams coordinator like last year yeah. in the middle of a week because they were so unhappy with their special teams. Like, yeah, but, how but great when Rob Ryan was there, the, li- the the Saints had the worst defense in the NFL. I, I don't think the Rex first is better than, than we, yeah. You want the better Ryan. Like Rex, <laughs> yes, Rex will bring Rob as like, yeah, the, the, is, the is better, Rob working in, in football the better, now? The better Ryan is, is Buddy and he's undergrad. So. <laughs> oh, boy. Yikes. Um, I'm taking Cleveland. I, I mean, I'm taking New Orleans to win, obviously, but I'm taking the points here because uh, New Orleans has not shown that they deserve a, another nine-point spread. Yeah, maybe maybe he was a little bit over-promoted. Like, b- by the way, Rob Ryan, so he's like, he, you know, he gets jobs. The Raiders, Browns, Cowboys, eventually he can only, Saints, he can only work for his brother. But, like, and he's totally out of the NFL. Like, nobody will even hire him now as linebacker's coach. It's kind of crazy if you think about it. Um uh, I, the NFL needs the Ryan brothers back. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the Saints, Saints are going to win this game. The the uh, Tyra Taylor, the thing is, you could love him on paper. When he's down 14, there's like very few quarterbacks in the NFL you're less confident or bring you back from 14 down. Even though, like Josh Gordon now, as like the number two receiver, even though he, he had only had one, one catch, a touchdown, is pretty frightening like proposition, especially if they could get... Callaway or or Higgins also had a touchdown going. Yeah, and and there's no better team to do against than New Orleans. So let's see what Cleveland's offense can do this week. If how about this? If Tyra does nothing again, because Tyra really did nothing. Like the defense almost single handedly stole stole the game for the Browns. Like Miles Garrett basically took the, put the team on his back and almost like scored. You know, yeah, he looks stole good. I mean, touchdowns. how does I mean maybe we need to have a Browns uh, perspective on this podcast because I'm really curious how do Browns fans feel about the game? Steelers fans obviously feel like it's a loss. Because they mm-hmm. should be humiliated. But do Browns fans feel like it's a win because, you know, it's the closest they've gotten in two years? Right. I lost because they won the turnover battle. Did you see that stat that they, they've now – there have only been five teams that have uh, – that ever that have won the turnover – would they win the turnover battle, Plus battle five. by five or six? Plus five. Plus yeah. five. Five teams and did uh, ever that have done it, and three of those teams were the Browns. Yeah. The, the new Browns. They were the first team since years. 1954 to uh, – to for six turnovers, have an opponent have uh, twelve penalties and not win a game. So yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, I'm picking the Saints, but I actually think you could make a case that game is like the fourth most interesting game because both those teams are really sort of uh, you know desperate. For yeah, I mean, I still have reasons. the Saints at sixth in my power rankings just because like there's I don't know who to you know who do you put above them? You know, Pittsburgh can't go above them with the way they obviously played. the Jets are should right? be above Atlanta them. can't go above um, them. They lost. Yeah, the Jets of course. Yeah. yeah. All right, Philly at Tampa. Uh, um, 
I don't know why this is 10. I guess it's like, is Tampa real? Like, this becomes a super interesting story if Fitzpatrick plays well again. Like, I don't know how you'd take him out if he's playing great. Uh, Jameis, by the way, would be wonderful in that locker room if he's a backup. Like, no better guy to have sulking on the bench than Jameis Winston. Yeah, he's going to um, eat those W's from the bench. Um, I would be interested to see what happens. I'm, so you were rooting for Tampa to start 0-4, right? Yes. Fire to cutter. That was your prediction the preseason. I'm rooting for them to keep winning. If they're 3 well, now. I, if they're three yeah, and zero, I, I don't think that Jameis can, uh, can 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 take over. I think Fitzpatrick's got to keep the job. I almost think if you're Fitzpatrick, you want Jameis to take over. Like he's already getting paid. Like this yeah, is yeah, you last just want to cash a check at this point. Hits? Yeah, exactly. Like, Josh McCown clearly does not want to play. Like yeah, he's you, in the same you're situation. not you're not winning a Super Bowl with this team. You know, what, no. the best the best case scenario is that you don't get injured, and the best way for that to happen is that you don't play. So well, the best way for him to get injured is this game. Like this is the game that Jameis should miss because the Eagles are going to put Fitzpatrick on his on his head a bunch of times. Yeah. Well, Fitzpatrick likes to dive head first anyways and do, you know, we well, I mean, Foles was so bad. For a guy from Harvard, are, he makes the stupidest decisions. The Eagles at this point are only pass rush. Like, yeah, Jai played well. Like, uh, Jai maybe is good. Yeah, but like, the Eagles are all pass rush at this point. Yeah, and um, if Nick, and if, if Carson Wentz doesn't come back soon, I think the Eagles win this division with eight or nine wins. I mean, that division is garbage. Oh, no, you're sleeping on the Redskins. I think the Redskins can. Oh, I'm not saying no. they definitely will. The no. Redskins definitely can't get to nine. Please. Alex Smith is good. Alex Smith is okay. a really good player. Kirk Cousins was good also. Back, our, our children, I mean, the NFL won't exist, but if they're who reading are their, like an NFL Who are their offensive book. weapons? Josh Dotson? Adrian Peterson is Who are the Eagles? Uh, Alshon Jeffrey's gone. Who are the Eagles offensive weapons? I said the Eagles Jai? I just said the Eagles are going to win 9 games if Nick Foles is playing. Chris Thompson is 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 a dynamo. He's the best okay. uh, running back in the NFC. Let, if uh, Chris Dotson plays 16 games, I'll buy a Chris Thompson jersey. Um okay. That's such a boring <laughs> jersey, Thompson. Uh, I guess it could like be renewed if if they get another. Yeah. All right. Also, I don't want to racist. Well, I guess there's no racist logo on the jersey, right? Yeah, I think it's still a Actually, racist jersey. Yeah, probably should. It's got hurt. it's got like the logo on it. Um, yeah. Jets Jets Dolphins is my nine. These are two one and zero teams. I do think because it's so clear that the Bills are going to suck. There is a spot very similarly to the Redskins situation in the NFC East. There is definitely a spot at one of these. You know, a chance for one of these teams grabbing that sixth spot in the in the AFC East. If just feasting on like the Bills and if one of these teams were to sweep the other team. Like I mean, look, Tennessee there. and Buffalo made the playoffs in the AFC last year. The bottom Absolutely. of the AFC yeah. playoff race is yeah. wide open because everybody sucks. Yeah. Um, listen, if you look at the Jets' schedule, like, they have two games against the Bills and a game against the Browns and a game against uh, the Vikings. That's a that's a, a gimme lock game. And, and the Colts yeah. at home. Like, there's enough easy games. And, the, you know, the Dolphins have an almost identical schedule. Um, listen, the, the Jets are obviously not as good as they looked last week. Something was clearly amiss. Some people, you know, the, Darren Lee claims that they stole the signals. I'm not totally buying that. We were talking about that before the podcast. Like, the... But Darnold looked really good. Like, even though his numbers, like, eh, okay, fine. His completion percentage was really good. Um, he looked incredibly good. Like, he had one atrocious play, and he only had one more bad throw the rest of the of the game. I was not nervous after the interception. I was nervous about them winning. But I also said, I'm sure you agree with this take, like, I was only concerned with how Darnold looked. Like, I would have rathered the Jets lose 34-24, but Darnold looked great, than win 10-9 and Darnold looked bad. I think that was obvious to me, like... The only thing I was concerned about was, like, does Darnold look good? It's funny because you look back at, like, the old New York Post from, like, the last decade, and there were identical covers for Geno Smith and Mark Sanchez after their first game because they both won their first game. Like, a star is born. So did they do that this time? One beat the Bucks, one beat the Falcons. He didn't get a star is born. He got, like, Sam I Am or something. Or Wham Bam, thank you, Sam, I think he got. (laughs) Um, but I, I think I'm going to pick the Jets at home here, but they're pretty did even. You, did the you see are... the New York Post cover related to uh, the Beatles' uh, yes. revelations today? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did <laughs> see that. Um, the the uh, the Jets. The problem is the Jets are allow a pass rush and have the worst pass rush in the league. That's sort of their uh, yeah. The, the, their the one thing people need weakness. to slow their roll is I'm reading these articles about how the Jets have a top five defense now. Like, please. Let's not like start like no. They let Kenny Galladay run wild in the secondary. I'm not. I'm not buying that. Uh, Stafford threw the ball to them most of the time. It wasn't like they were. And and again, they didn't get in Stafford's face. Like Stafford didn't have to shower after the game. All right, let's let's make a pick. I'm picking your Jets to start two and zero. Yeah, I'm picking the Jets, but not with a huge degree of confidence. My eighth best game is the Sunday nighter. Giants Cowboys. Two desperate teams. The Giants look totally good. It's a respect. By the way, this game is only eighth best because of sort of the legacy of the NFC. Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. These are two bad teams. The Cowboys are bad. The Giants. I mean, what a kick in the balls because like. You know, they were going to drive down the field and score a touchdown in less than two minutes against the Jaguars' defense, but to not even I think get the wasn't chance. Wasn't it like 45 seconds? The, yeah, the, the, exactly. Uh, but punt. to not even get so the chance. So it didn't matter. To, to, to fumble the punt return is, you know, 
Yeah, but not... they weren't going to do anything. Eli was going to throw an yeah. interception on the next play. We've seen that yeah, story pro- before. Probably, yeah. Uh, yeah, listen, you have to be enthused if you're the Giants. Like, Barkley is exactly what you thought, even against well, that amazing Well, he did nothing defense. until that one play. But, okay, yeah. but that, that's the hardest matchup he's going to have all year. Yeah, and he still made a great play again. Like he made yep. those guys miss. Like he made, he, you know, yeah. all he has to do if he does that once a game, he's a good running back. Um, yes. If he runs a sixty yards, Dallas sucks. Yes, Dallas sucks. Yeah. They don't even have an offensive line anymore. I want to ask you a question. Yeah. It, would you rather have going forward today, Dak Prescott or Sam Darnold? Because you're mm. a Dak guy. So if I had made you make not as much as Bill right Barnwell, now. Bill Barnwell's been going to war with people like in the Dak Prescott Carson Wentz. Argument. Yeah, Bill Barnwell is is really pro pro Dak. I would say, I think, well, honestly, it depends on the contract situation. Dak is is uh-huh. due for a hundred million dollar contract next year. Yeah, Dak's gonna get paid, and so for that reason, I think you have to go with Darnold. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's not really fair to evaluate them because yeah, one, Darnold's, like, one Darnold's got five. Darnold's got five years on a rookie deal. So yeah. Um. All right, but uh, Dak because the Giants to win that game. The the uh, Cowboys I'm gonna, suck. I'm gonna pick Dallas. They're terrible. They're bad. I, I, the Giants I are fine. The Giants have so many weapons. They're not a good team, but they're they have. Yeah, tons we discussed of this. The Cowboys How have many no teams have better them. offensive skill position guys like wide receiver, running back, tight end? I mean, in it's the, the, the Vikings, Chiefs, the maybe. Rams. Although Hunt's the overrated, Chiefs, but there's yeah. not there's not that many. Not that many. Yeah, the problem not with the Giants many. is everything else. There might be none. Um, there might there might literally be none because Barkley could end up being the best running back, and, and Odell might be the best receiver. Like there might be none. Um, and Ingram didn't do anything, but Ingram's a good tight end. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to take the Cowboys to win this game. I think. Look, the Cowboys defense still looked good against Carolina. The, you know, their Cam had a couple fine. runs, but that was about it. But like, it, they have the wor- every single receiver. The, the on Cowboys are a three and thirteen, three and thirteen team. They're still like you know a seven, nine, eight, and eight team. So, I mean, this is they like their this healthy game. version. They suck. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's why I have it eight because both these teams are. Well, so I'm desperate. sort of taking the Cowboys for the same reason I'm taking Tennessee, which is if you can't win this game at home against your division rival, your season's over. So Yeah, and and by the way, Garrett, like, I know he never gets fired, yeah. but like the pressure on Garrett at 0 2 if he loses at home to the Giants on Sunday night is gonna be he's gonna be the the hottest hot seat in the league, especially now that Cutter's off the hot seat and you Jackson didn't lose. Like this is the yeah, hottest that, hot seat. That in the seat's league not right getting now. hot. Jerry Jones is not firing him. Jerry Jones doesn't no, want to coach who wins. Jerry Jones wants a coach who's pliant. Right, he, that's why he got rid of uh, Jimmy Johnson. Uh, you know what? You could hire a new coach who's playing, who probably costs less money. Anyway, yeah. seventh game of the week. Uh, people might be surprised it's this high, but I think it will be a really interesting shootout, and that's Washington, Indianapolis. Smith and oh Luck have had an absolute garbage no. Team. This is a good game. Garbage game. It's a good game. No, I'll tell you why. The, the The Colts need a win. I think the Redskins probably will win this game. Can really uh, put put themselves in a great spot here, especially like. If if Wentz and Alshon are not coming back for like six weeks, which seems inherently possible, Washington could really build a lead in the division. Luck and Smith had played one of the. By the way, do you remember my prediction ago. was that Washington would win the division if Wentz was out? Remember, I said yeah. that. On the- yeah, but listen, <laughs> but otherwise, we had no but, idea if Wentz would. We knew Wentz would but, miss like. But I three said games. that if Wentz, if Wentz is playing, Washington's winning six games. So somehow the Washington is yeah. going to lose games <laughs> against other teams. Lose games that have nothing <laughs> yeah. to do with Carson Wentz. Yeah, um, yeah but they'll win this uh, game. I, I, it was nice to see that Luck is back and Luck is Yeah, good Luck was fine. You know, the final score, they lost by 11, but, you know, they were in the red zone to, to win. And then, you know, yeah. the... Well, they also know, lost the to a... Right, and, and that uh, crazy yeah. play. But they also lost to a not great team. Yeah. And by the way, like, why you, was he trying to fan, return... I don't know why... Uh, Fedulin, whatever Players never was. think. Listen, at the end of the day, like, you have to yeah. look out for yourself. Just fall on And, the like, ball. that looks good on your tape. Of course yeah. he should have fallen on the ball. But uh, he probably wasn't starting that play thing. What do I do if I if I'm maybe he took the over? Maybe he took Cincinnati to cover. Who knows? Yeah. That is possible. Gambling is illegal is legal now in a lot more states. All right, uh, this game is six, but it's also boring as hell. Atlanta, Carolina, uh, Atlanta to me is is so boring. I think if they don't move the ball here, I, I I'm ninety eight percent sure Steve Sarkeesian is going to get fired after this. Well, game. So there's a couple things. First of all, their defense is a lot of trouble, right? Because Dion's uh, injured. Out for yeah, they the lost year. two players. He's on they lost two players. Yeah, um, on offense though. And Bill Barron was talking about this on Twitter. If they fire Sark, who are they replacing him with? Right. I would, Nap like, has a lot of when, offensive when coordinators. When you fire coordinator Barnwell midseason, it never gets better. Uh, Jim Bob Cooter two years ago for the Lions, it did. It saved their yeah. season, didn't yeah, it? Well, no, we, teams we, have done it before. We, we the saw Ravens, Jim Bob Cooter like, on, on Monday night. Didn't the Ravens win the idea. Super Bowl the year they fired their coordinator? Yeah, the Ravens that year. Yeah. And and Sark. I mean, I Jim guess Sark's proof of what you're saying, that Sark got... Promoted for the OC job after Lane Kiffin left, literally for the national championship game, which he basically ruined for Alabama. Yeah, um, yeah Carolina. Listen, this Carolina, line surprised me. I guess three and a half. Mm-hmm. This line was five and a half. Like, why is Atlanta so much better than Carolina? Yeah, that's why I pick Carolina in like every in every pool. 
just because You're picking Carolina it, to the win line this made game? no sense. No, but with the with five and a half points, five and a half points is an insane line. It made no sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm picking Atlanta to win, but I'm picking Carolina to cover. I think it's a close. Uh, game. I'll pick I'll pick Carolina to cover, and I'm also going to pick them to win. Why not? They're oh, better. Okay. They're right. better. Uh, my fifth best game of the week picking a lot of is division teams. is the Thursday night game, Baltimore Cincinnati. Um, it's really not a great game, but it's two one and zero teams. It's, a, How it's is you Baltimore know, Cincinnati ahead of Carolina Atlanta because because those teams put me to sleep. I am very anti. I'm very and Bol- anti. And Baltimore and Cincinnati are exciting teams? Oh, oh yes, yeah, Cincinnati the most boring team in the league. <laughs> and Joe Flacco. Listen, it was Flacco Dalton who could shut off the TV. Yeah. Um, yeah I agree. I don't know why this uh, this game is fifth. But um, I, one of these teams is going to be 2-0. Congratulations. I mean, that that's exciting. Like, the, the yeah. Steelers aren't, aren't going to But I was proud of myself. Crap. I picked this line exactly. I said it would be a pick, and it was a pick. started as a pick. Yeah, I'm actually going to pick the Ravens. I think the Bengals aren't that good. All right, so this is the, this is the fourth game where you're picking a road uh, uh, team in a divisional matchup. I'm going to pick the home team. Yes. I think I, – I don't think the Ravens are nearly as good as we said. You know, that was the a, reason the why I know this game shouldn't have been fifth is because I don't even want to talk about it anymore. Yeah, all right, good. Um, let's move from Thursday night to Monday night. My fourth best game is Seattle at Chicago. Uh, I, I think another game Chicago was two mediocre non-playoff teams. Okay, I, but you know what? Seattle is an, is an absolute must-win game. And I really want to say, like, I think Chicago right now is a compelling team for the first time in a bunch of years because I really want to see what Trubisky has coming out of, off that loss. Trubisky uh, looks Chicago's really like, bad. He stunk. I, I, Khalil I, Mack I think looked great need, for the first half. Uh, I mean, Khalil Mack is going, like, may actually murder Russell Wilson in this game. Yes. There uh, were a lot of games with, like, teams just, we said this in the preseason, like, the defensive lines look better than the O lines. And you saw that, like, you know, TJ Watt just at will uh, sacking um, Tyrod and Von Miller getting to Russell Wilson all game long. And, it, like, I, I think this could be one of those games. Like, I think I think Khalil Mack could go absolutely bananas in this game. And I, I think it'll be interesting. One okay. of these teams going to be 0-2 and they're going to be in big trouble. I agree these are two teams that are not supposed to make the playoffs. So yeah, you know who's going to be 0-2? Seattle and nobody cares. Okay. Uh, Casey, Pittsburgh. Who are you picking? Are you, who are you really picking? Good. Are you picking Chicago also? Um, what's, what's the line? I'll pick Chicago to win. Yeah, What's the line's line? three and a half. Mm, so pe- people, people think Chicago's there. People think Chicago's. I'm not. I'm not picking. Yeah, I think they're pretty even. Yeah, uh, but I, I don't think Wilson's going to have a second to throw the ball all game. Uh, Casey at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is is in a big win situation. Also, uh, Casey looked incredible in Week One. Just like let's not overreact, but they looked insane. Like Tyreek Hill won the game in the first minute, basically. Yeah, but let's not forget, like, Casey's offense is really good, but their defense is really bad. Yeah, their defense isn't great. Hunt didn't do anything. Sammy Watkins is the most overrated player in the NFL. He's useless. Yeah. He's, Sammy, Watkins, Roethlisber- Sammy Watkins is a slightly skinnier Kelvin Benjamin. Let's not go crazy about Sammy Watkins. <laughs> that's, that's, a good, that's true. It's true. Sammy yeah. Watkins sucks. People are like, I dis- oh, do you want to? Like, I've I got five good receivers. Do you want to trade for he's, Sammy Watkins? He's a, he's Sammy a, Watkins is a good receiver. He's a great downfield threat. He's, he's going to yeah, have he games He was built with in a factory to look like a good receiver, but he okay. sucks at football. He'll have a sixty-yard touchdown every fourth game. Yeah, and then he'll go two for fourteen. Right. The other three games. Um, Pittsburgh, honestly, and I've been saying this for years. Ben Roethlisberger is a totally different player at home than on the road, so I'm not too concerned about what we saw in Week One. Um, you know, James Conner. It is. It is the strangest thing in football, other than Stafford losing to every good team ever, like yeah. the Jets last week. Yeah. In that <laughs> Roethlisberger is never good on the road. Yeah, he's I had to bad. start him in a fantasy league last week, and like I knew he'd be bad, and he sucked. Yeah. Um, no, he did give you 350 yards, but he had three interceptions. So. But he was, like, bad in real life. Yeah, well, um, listen, P- Pittsburgh, and this this line shocked me. I thought Pittsburgh would be favored by three. I thought these teams are, yeah. you know, based on week one reactions, I thought people think they're about even. Although, obviously, going into the season, Pittsburgh was better. It's still Pittsburgh mm-hmm. by five. So, people are still giving the Steelers a lot of respect. Yeah, I, I, people are, like, nervous to overreact to the Chiefs, maybe, but the Chiefs are good. You're picking uh, them to win outright, aren't you? Didn't you tell me that? Well, you you uh, so oh, so. By the way, the great segment we had planned for this year was oh, yeah. picking survivor and anti survivors for the pool. Unfortunately, six we had six entries combined, uh, and five of them are already gone. <laughs> so the only entry we have left, the only entry we have left, uh, is your um, anti survivor, your anti survivor. And I gave yeah. Rob uh, survivor and anti survivor, and he is still alive in survivor. Okay. one of one of the two he's alive, and um. So I, you, I think I think Kansas City is the anti-survivor pick here this week because this it's is crazy because they could win. Yeah, but you're in a pool where you have to pick what twenty-one teams to win, right? Yeah, 
because you got to pick every week, yep. and then starting week twelve, you pick two teams. And this is a league mm-hmm. with tons and tons of people, so it, you, you don't survive if you make it to week nine. You got to go all seventeen weeks. So you got to pick playoff caliber teams to lose. And what about picking Miami? Is that game too much of a toss? No, because up? if you want to pick Miami, you pick them at New England. You don't pick it at the right. Jets. You pick them at New England. True, yeah. true, true. Um, what about Arizona? You think you're going to use them? Like at at LA, I would almost be comfortable using them. I know that there are other scenarios you want to lose them, but like, isn't this the hardest game of the year at LA? I think you should use Arizona. But I'm, listen, I'm looking I already... at Arizona's schedule now. Arizona has to play. No, they have to play at the Vikings. They have to play at okay. uh, Kansas City, at the Packers. Yeah, but this is like one of the worst teams at one of the best teams. Why not? Yeah. Why not just use it now? Like that's the scenario you use it. There's never going to be a better scenario. Well, KC. I mean, the only other game you would pick it for KC is well, actually, they're going at New England and at the Rams also. But they've won in New England before, so actually. No, I'm picking KC here. I think Pittsburgh really needs to KC win. KC is so, – by the way, you're, I, you might be the only person to pick them. Like, kudos to you. Or maybe there's like 1,500 people left, so there might be a few, yeah. but not statistically relevant amount of people. Uh, but that's a ballsy pick. Right, uh, but I have, K, I have KC winning, definitely have KC covering. Okay. Uh, yeah. my, second best ga- my, my second best game of the week is – you could go – there's two games here that are just absolutely elite games. You could go either way. I have Minnesota Green Bay, two G- New England Jacksonville, one. Uh, I'm fine if you have the other ones. But I, I also think there's a little bit of a storyline because the AFC Championship game was so interesting last year. Uh, and also, this could be Deshaun Kaiser, and then it goes from the second-best game of the week to the 16th-best game of the week. <laughs> yeah. Right. Here's the crazy thing. Um, I thought that, you know, coming into the season, the Vikings and Packers had the same over-under. So I thought people were still giving the Packers respect. I thought the Packers would be favored by 2.5. Uh, Sal and Bill thought the same thing, 2.5 and, and 3. The Vikings are favored on the road with a health, with Aaron Rodgers playing. Was well, he playing? Yeah, he said he's playing. And is he healthy? Like, is he healthy? He's uh, he looks pretty damn healthy in the fourth quarter against the Bears. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm definitely picking the Packers to win this game. I, I hope the Vikings will, but you can, to go into Lambeau and and be how do the Rogers, Packers not have a better backup when Rodgers gets injured every year? Like, I understand like they traded the for Deshaun Kaiser. Like, That's the upgrade. He's terrible. Deshaun yeah, Kaiser sucks. Yeah, he's very bad. And he's like the worst guy to sit and learn from Rodgers because he thinks he's better than Rodgers. Yeah. Oh, like he said every other so quarterback in the league would like the draft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, um, oh boy. So are you? Like, um, who are you picking in this game? I'm Minnesota. I'm picking Minnesota regardless of who who's playing. Oh, so Kansas I think that's like the fifth road uh, divisional uh, underdog that you're picking. Although that is a really good game, though. Like if it's if it's Rodgers, that's like for a one o'clock game on week two. That's an insanely good game. Well, they can't put every Vikings Packers game on national television. Like you know, they'll do it of once a year. Not, the, yeah. Well, the and then obviously the national game is past Jaguars, and also like the CBS yeah. is so starved for elite teams. To me, yeah, New England at Jacksonville is a better game than Minnesota at Green Bay because first of all, we're going to see Minnesota and Green Bay again later in the year. New England, it's Jacksonville. A re- by the way, it's a really good. This is like the only of the first four weeks because of the Jewish holidays where we could just watch every single game, and it, the, every national like Baltimore, Cincy, like all right, it's not the most exciting game, but it's like a competent game between two one and zero teams. Then at one o'clock, you have. Or like a massive slate. There's like nine games at one o'clock, including Minnesota Green Bay, but there's other good games. I'm only going to be watching the Jets Dolphins, but uh, you know, and K- Pittsburgh Casey's also at one. Then at four, That's a great game. you re- four you have four games, but the Patriots Jaguars will be the national game. But there's other, you know, San Francisco Detroit could be interesting, uh, and then you have like uh, New uh, Giants Dallas and Seattle Chicago. It's a really good weekend. Yes, it, I fo- agree. Football. It's crazy. Like it's crazy that we're like willingly live the rest of the year. When there's like 17 amazing <laughs> weeks of football, like the, the we should just walk around. I mean, I guess we do. We don't realize it, but like there is nothing. There is nothing the rest of the year. Like football, the 20 weeks of football, like uh, let us like live the other 32 weeks of the, the year. The amount of excitement just, you have in your life because of Sam Darnold right now is really uh, incredible. It is true. I don't know what I'm going to do if Darnold's really good because I've never had a good quarterback. I don't know how to act if you have a good quarterback. Well, yeah, you had, you had a good crazy. year like, from Vinny, and you know you had good years. We have two there. games this week. Like the Jets play Thursday night also. Like Darnold could be three and zero in in a week from tomorrow. He'd probably be one and two, but he could be three and zero. Oh, the Jets are uh, Thursday night in week three. You're saying? Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. We get Jets Browns. It's a must watch game. That's going to be the number one if we do these power ranks <laughs> next week. All right. So Patriots Jaguars. Uh, the Patriots where, are amazing. The where Patriots would you put Jets in your power rankings at this point? Because I moved them all the way up to twenty two, but they're yeah, still about there, about there okay. in the yeah. in the twenty to twenty two range. They might have a really good secondary. They actually, uh, I, I was yelling about this and you laughed at me. They have really good receivers. Like Jermaine Curse, who was their best receiver last year, didn't even play. Like, 
Robbie Anderson is is one of the better deep threats in the league. He gets open on every play. And Inunua looks pretty good. But we had one throw him. Yeah, they stink, but like Anunu was the, the Jets are the only team in the league that have four guys with 800 yard re- receiving seasons. Um, like even Pryor is a fourth receiver is pretty good. He's fast; he can get open. I mean, he, he was a fourth receiver in Washington last year, and he was worthless. Well, he was he was the one receiver who who was demoted to four because yeah. he sucked. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> all right, who are you picking, New England Jacks? I'm going to pick the Patriots. I'm going to pick the Patriots. What's the line here? It's Patriots by two, by three, by two. Oh, I saw by two. Um. Yeah. Next week we're gonna get we'll guess the lines again. It was just too hard. You know we didn't get into this till Wednesday. To, yeah. Well, so I um in week one I was very very off. I got killed by Bill and Sale. And Sale always stinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, week two I made a little bit of a comeback and I uh, just edged Bill and Sale was a distant third place again. So I'm, I'm one and one on the season. Sounds like so into gambling, but he's not like super knowledgeable about football. Yeah. W- when you make like Bill Simmons, Simmons look knowledgeable. Simmons knows nothing, but like Simmons yeah. knows way more than Sal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sal, like, Sal doesn't know what a survivor pool is. For like the tenth year in a row, they had a conversation where Sal yeah. had no idea what a survivor. And they pool. also don't call it a start. They call it an eliminator pool. That's fine. That's because I think that's what they call it on ESPN right. for like ten years. Okay. Like the fake. The... Um, since we're copying them and discussing them, can we do our father's corner now? Oh sure, but I didn't. You didn't tell me where I would have had something. Oh planned, well, I just sure. I, I I had like the ultimate uh, uh, rooster blocking uh, by my son on uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday night at like midnight. You know, tr- trying to to move things in a, a certain direction. And all of a sudden, hey, we hear a noise. What? <laughs> no, what keep going. <laughs> no, everyone, it, it's fine. Everyone finished throwing up. Keep going. <laughs> well, how did you know that's what happened? All of a sudden, at midnight, Kobe, my son who's fast asleep, starts projectile vomiting everywhere. Oh, no. That's a mood yeah. killer. <laughs> now, are, let me ask you a question. Are yeah. you the vomit cleaner upper in your house? Because I am. No, it's, it's, it's a two-person operation. Oh, I am famously not especially useful in like I'd in say, anything, yeah, in like life. parenting department or yeah. any any aspect of life. I'm I'm except I'm podcasting. Not, I'm not ex- even that. I'm not great, but like I'm better than my <laughs> wife probably at podcasting. But <laughs> I hope she's so. better than me at everything, and she's very self sufficient and doesn't want me to like. She'd rather do it herself than me do a bad job or something. But I have to clean up all the throw up. But okay, but like the kid vomits, so one person has to take the kid in the bath, and the other person has to take the sheets. Or you're doing yeah, all yeah. that. Well, I know I don't cheat. No, come on. I've never. I don't. Wouldn't even. I don't even know where the laundry room is. Like I oh. obviously, I'm not washing sheets. Let's oh. not go crazy. Oh, because I, I did that part. Picking up. She, oh no, I'm she getting the, the vomit kid. off the floor. I know she did the kid. I did the cleanup. Um, oh, I don't want any but, piece of the kid. Yeah. The kid just threw up. Like, and also the kid is usually crying for their mom. You none of your. You don't have any kids who like you better than your wife, do you? My my oldest and my youngest like me more. The middle one, Kobe, likes her more. That's crazy. I don't have any kid like my. My yeah no, I'm 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 not even second in it for any of my kids, but none of my kids. That's insane. Wow. So yeah, I mean, look, that, that must bother your wife. Um. Well, the first one, it's because you know she had him in residency and she never saw him his first like two years of life. Yeah, the, th- the, th- wow. the third one, I don't know. He's he's a, he's a carbon copy of his oldest brother. But yeah, so look, it's not a hot take. Obviously, the kids, you know, kids are, are when rooster do you guys blockers. Think Chester's gonna have like, his fourth kid. Yeah, I keep going. Look, I mean, and I, I could be making this up because I know nothing about science, but it might be like, do kids have like an evolutionary desire to like be rooster blockers? Because like, you know, they're born and then they don't want the resources and their parents to be distracted by more kids. Mm-hmm. No, I think kids are dumb and they think it's fun to have more siblings. When a child is born, like medically speaking, like you're literally blocked for like, you know, several weeks while there's healing going yeah. on. So, but yeah, but like the vomit at midnight was really like, you know, we were like sitting together and things were going in a good direction and then they uh, did not go in a good direction. So, so thank you, Kobe. I can't top that story. I, yeah, you should tell me beforehand if we're going to have a parent corner. Oh, I'm going to, su- I'm going to support a take that you said to Rob that he disagreed with, which is E.T. You said E.T. is scary. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to strongly yeah. agree with you and I have evidence, which is when I was a kid, my perm costume, I had an E.T. mask and it was like. Yeah. It was like a, it was it was like really good quality. It looked like like straight out of the movie, and I mm-hmm. remember that I was wearing it at synagogue for like the McGillah reading on Purim, and there was this two year old kid who. Uh, fun fact: that kid grew up to be a star in a Coen Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Th- th- that kid was like the kid was like crying endlessly when I had the mask on, and then I would take it off, and he'd see it was my face, and it'd be calm, and then I put it back on, and he'd cry again. So yeah, so uh, ET scary. ET is scary. Yeah. My best parent corner thing is like like the the. My kids yelling is inappropriate lyrics, but I think I just I just discussed this on on yeah. uh, Robin Q need a podcast. Yeah. Do you? Um, but it is. You've seen a serious crazy. man, right? Yeah, but I don't remember it. 
So there's a scene at the end of the movie where the son, who's at his bar mitzvah at shul, he goes into the bathroom and like and like smokes a joint with another kid. So the other kid he's smoking with is Portno, is the kid I'm talking about, um, who uh, when he was little, Menachem, he was um, he was two year old and he was afraid of ET. And then when he was older, a teenager, he was uh, smoking fake marijuana in a Coen Brothers movie. So, I, like, who was cool enough at their bar mitzvah to be smoking weed? Not me. Yeah, not me either. Also, like, my my daughter's twelve. If she starts smoking pot next year, I'm gonna just jump out of the window and kill myself like if i have to deal with like drug use when i'm 13 that's insane well she better not let me know yeah that wouldn't right. be my kid who's I, my four-year-old son would sooner smart, start smoking pot than my uh my 12 year old daughter then your 12-year-old i don't daughter. think it's gonna yeah. happen oh yeah all right so if you catch right, this is fun it's you... fun to uh it's fun to just go go through the games we also yeah, we have um back. we have to we have to do a bonus podcast at some point in the next two weeks we got to uh introduce the serial tournament it's very important okay all right, we'll do. I that. got thirty-two well, boxes of cereal to buy. Our next podcast could be live. I'm uh, a week or in five days from now. I'm flying to uh, to your neck of the woods. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Um, are you going to be there for the, through the holidays? Yeah, let's actually talk about this strategically. We should probably do it off the air. But I think maybe uh, week three, Sukkot, I will I will come to your house maybe Monday night right after uh, the holiday ends to watch the games. Oh yeah, fine. We'll go, we'll go to um, we'll, we'll, uh, maybe we'll go down to Morty's. We'll project them. Vikings are playing Buffalo. Who are you guys playing in week three? Oh, you're playing uh, Cleveland. We're not Thursday playing, night. so I could, we could do whatever you want. Yeah. Well, the fun thing to what I did, by the way, just in case anybody's interested, is I I watched the Jet game and then I watched the one o'clock Red Zone. I fast forwarded to the second half to like save myself five hours, uh, and then and then I like found the Dolphins game and then that stopped and then I went to the four o'clock Red Zones. And then I did Sunday night, and then I did Monday night. It was a lot. It was like really a delight. Like it, it was like Netflix for football watching. It was on demand football watching. Imagine if you went to a coma, and then you could just like binge the NFL season. I think that would be ideal. If you could tell me like I would go into a coma, my wife wouldn't be mad. She wouldn't find out that I like intentionally, voluntarily went to a coma, and then I and then I uh, like I come out and everyone feels bad. So like oh Akiva, you could do whatever you want for a few days, and I just like binged an entire NFL season with no spoilers. I'm sure you'd spoil something. You'd send me some dumb list or something. That's why like. Like, I can't think of anything better in life than that. That's the ideal situation, a coma and then football. Uh, when you're in the coma, are all, are all your things available to be taken, or how does that work? Seinfeld style. Should I make a will? Well, but you know, know you're coming out of the coma, so, right? Right, I know I'm coming out, so yeah, I would yeah. have to hide my stuff for vultures, yeah, exactly. vultures like you. Yeah, yeah well, nobody's I think Kramer like, said, didn't Kramer say it's it, the moment? It is possible that, I mean, how long am I in this coma for, like a month? Like, has my wife moved on? I, she's already moved on, but like, she's yeah. moved on with another person. Yeah. If she does, God bless her. If someone wants to deal with her, go back. I will see you next week. <laughs> Bye.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.